Skunk it. In real time, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Maybe they would a little bit though if it came out of a notification. Scott's gone live, and they were uh, we posted it with second opinion. Maybe because that would be more impulsive. Because I guess yeah, a you podcast for a minute. I yeah. Um, and I guess yeah, that that I've, that would be more impulsive rather than something where you can listen to it anytime. So don't don't worry about. But what it. is like? I guess if we were to set up, the, if we were to set up. The, the, the laptop so it was recording live Aye. it's like we have the power of editing so if any of us say anything that we maybe want cut out we can just do that we've but not said anything we want cut we've not out. said anything we but want you cut made out. that racist joke in Fantastic Four which I left in <laughs> <laughs> oh it was extremely racist <laughs> I disagree like, <laughs> that was that was yeah no I'm not. <laughs> but all I was saying is that we were on Facebook live and suddenly you're turning around and you're like you know I just I, I, I've held it in as long as I can but I just hate women <laughs> there's nothing we can do because it's just out in the world now. I'm sick of them in the workplace I'm sick of it like I've let them have a chance and that's okay they've had a few decades I had a go now go back the other thing as well is I've never thought of this is we someone could take that out of context that whole <laughs> conversation and be like the hosts of Second Opinion hate women, oh. which is not true. I, I don't like. What well, I don't feel Buzzfeed are going to be that far away. Ladies, <laughs> right? Because we've talked about it on the podcast before. I don't know if they can hear it on the camera, but just you hearing that? Are you hearing that? The fucking people upstairs. <laughs> they moved in recently, and they play their music so fucking loud at weird times of the day and it's stressing me out so much thankfully I'm moving out so I only have to deal with it for about two months yeah. but it's it's getting on my nerves and I don't know what what, what is what is the neighbourly etiquette when it's half eight so it's not too late they can play their music but does it have to be that loud like what's the neighbourly etiquette can I go and be like Shop. <laughs> the neighbourly etiquette is to phone the police, make a noise complaint, and hopefully think it's a different neighbour. <laughs> the neighbour, the the the, the neighbourly thing to do is to actually like swap them, <laughs> where you call up and you're like, "Remember the gun upstairs?" They said, "Hello, <laughs> is this SWAT? <laughs> uh, is that SWAT there?" And then imagine, I'm looking for SWAT. Imagine the SWAT team. They burst in. They're like, "We got a report about like." someone getting shot and then the people upstairs turn around and they're like I don't know SWAT you're talking about and they're like ah the SWAT team like, ah <laughs> everybody has a good old time and then they have a party upstairs the music oh, gets even louder a SWAT I bet loud parties <laughs> they've got so much armour so much every step imagine all the SWAT team with so much armour jumping look I just so I'm hoping because I'm not so I, I know two of the people who live in the hall across from, okay. but I don't really speak to them that much but I have one of their friends on Facebook. So what I'm hoping is they'll see this video <laughs> and then they'll send it to the two people who live upstairs and then hopefully we can stage some kind of... There'll be a dialogue created. Oh. And we can start you could just of, knock on the people you vaguely know's door. 
start dialogue that way. Yeah, that's true. This is, just, seems very elaborate. Look, because I, 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 I... Stop using your podcast to influence your neighbours. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I want to do a video. I want to film some stuff for this. Like, why? I'm like, what reason? <laughs> just personal vendettas. Well, I don't know, ulterior motives or anything like that. Be, I'm offended. I like your hat, Danny. Where'd you get it? Um, the hat store? Did you get it from my bedroom? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it fits you a lot better. Thanks, man. It's really comfy. It's such a nice material. I want it. You also have the. You you have the like. You have the the room at the top. I don't get that. I pull my down and it's like right on there. See, I I want to find out where where your mum got this because I want one. Let's call her up. (laughs) (laughs) Call her live on the podcast. Live. (laughs) This is our first second opinion caller. Hello, how's it going? (laughs) She's like. What's happening? <laughs> what, classic mom. <laughs> hey, hey. I just decided to do some product placement of beer. I don't, are you are you a beer? fan of beer? Don't you hate it when you're out trying to drink, but there's no but your beer's quite underwater. Looks, looks like quite a weak beer. I weaker than bud because it's warm, mate. What is your what's your beer of choice I don't know what this video is going to be <laughs> it's going to be nice. I guess my default's tenants but like but yeah like no a, it's fine but like it's it's a default just because it's cheaper but I like I don't think I don't experiment enough to have like I've tried a fair amount like like beers and I like craft beers and I obviously brew dog yeah hometown <laughs> but like what are the only things I'm proud of yeah but, but apparently you're not supposed to like Brewdog. Why is that? Because I think they're uh, sexist or racist or transphobic. There's something. Oh, is that because yeah. they did the transgender man? Was that advert. what it was? And people got annoyed at them, so apparently... I vaguely remember, remember that. But I was always, like, I understand that, like... I, uh, my, my thing about that is... A, um, this is, like, a half-remembered thing from, like, over a year ago. Okay. But, like, Brewdog as a company tried to have a sense of humor and like as much as it probably was misinformed and stuff i don't think there was any malice behind it yeah i think it was just a they wanted to have a laugh and they mm. they were just not very tactful about it do you think people are too easily offended these days don't they? or is that a conversation for not when we're not recording <laughs> so because we don't want to offend people i don't know i mean Half of us are too easily offended, and half of us voted Donald Trump and Brexit. So. Which one will let you decide? Well, we can't, <laughs> none of us can vote for Donald Trump, so none of them will believe that. No, we can't vote. You're not American. I'm not American. How do you know? Would you have voted for him? <laughs> no, I'd have voted Hillary Clinton, but very reluctantly. Yeah, <laughs> the lesser of two evils. See this? So this is what I was thinking of. We're gonna loop this back, Danny. Watch right. this. All right. People upstairs. Right. right. I was thinking, I'm excited because I'm moving in about two months, so I won't have to deal with it anymore. Right. But what if I do? What if I move into a building that actually has louder neighbours? Oh, no. What if I'm leaving the lesser of two evils? So right now you're in Hillary Clinton's building. Right now I'm in Hillary Clinton's building. But you might be... What happens if I move into Trump Tower? Tower. I was thinking Trump Tower. What's what's that going to be like? I don't know if I can handle it. What do you want to do? Do you want to talk about something? I? Well, what? <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's, what? That's, why, that's why we're here. What do you want to talk about? Give the people something. 
looks very dry from the Chinese food. Can you see my soul? That was weird. That was probably one of the weirdest things. I'll zoom in on your face at that point. So people can really have a look. Can you add? Like, I'm not saying can you see into my soul. I'm saying can you physically see my can soul? When you look into my eyes. Let's talk. Can about you <laughs> physically see my soul? Like an actual object that you could point at and say that is his soul. That's what I have to fucking deal with every day. Every day? That's <laughs> every day. Used to be every day, not now. Oh. oh that's that sad. Cut too deep? <laughs> now, now we have to organize so far in advance for these things. We made this plan on Sunday. It's oh, now yeah. Thursday. Back in the day, Danny. Just roll back. Back in the day, I just used to keep things at your flat because I was there all the time <laughs> yeah you did yeah, didn't I used you? to keep beer in your fridge yeah because I don't want to have to wait until I'm offered a beer I just want a beer <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good host no you're a good host it's just I drink more than most people <laughs> people walk in they don't they don't they don't assume that you used to come to my my flat and turn on my Netflix and make me choose between three four hour films <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning yeah. Les Mis or The Desolation of Smaug we settled we we watched the last 20 minutes of The Desolation of Smaug and I fell asleep during it and left you to watch it I didn't watch it no of course not <laughs> Some but it, it stopped you from putting on Les Mis oh you're missing out you've never seen it I've, it's not it's not a, a, any objection of seeing Les Mis it was just three o'clock in the morning we were drunk. We came back for our flat party, and I was like, "This is not the well, time." Look, all to watch I'm saying is, Danny, what, what, what else? What else were we doing? Nothing. <laughs> Chocolate <Lee> maison. Because <laughs> that's what Lee Miz was made. That's on. my life plan. I'm it's, like, what we do? Nothing. Just bring it on. Should we watch it now? Well, well, just us watching. Just like, but not. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be about as good as YouTube reaction reaction videos, isn't it? We would just be sitting like, ah. <laughs> There's a lot of humour in Lemus. Oh, is there? No, it's very sad. It's called. It's called. It, yeah. it loosely translates to the Miserables. It's Aye. a pretty sad time. Three hours of that, Danny. Can you handle three hours of sadness? I've 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 handled twenty three years of it. More of a joke. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we we were we were having a conversation the other day about the rev reviewing movies. And the difference between reviewing an old movie and reviewing a new one mm. and how we generally find it easier to talk about newer films than we do older ones let's talk about that on on like live <laughs> La what, live so like what on we, facebook so so i guess like the one the one that i think we, we struggled with the most or i struggled with quite a bit was dead heat mm. we, we watched dead heat and about 15 minutes before the end of the film, I was like, I have nothing, nothing to say about this. <laughs> like, it's just on. But maybe Dead Heat isn't because it was an older film, but more because... Um, that caught us off guard. Because it was more of a comedy. Yeah. It, it was more up, comical than I was yeah. expecting. So it's harder, yeah, it's definitely harder to, it's harder to call out on, it's obviously, it's almost impossible to call out on its stupidity like st stupidness because ah, it words because that's what it's going for so hmm, hmm. it was kind of never but then I, I don't know I feel like well, yeah do you think maybe it's something to do with I even find quite often like I'll watch, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to the cinema we'll watch a film in the cinema 
come away we've got all these things we talk about it for fucking ages like we'll just we'll just talk about what we've seen for about an hour and a half but if I just watch a film on DVD at home nine out of ten times I turn it off and I'm like cool and I unless I have really strong opinions towards it I generally forget what it was within a few but I like I always think that the vast majority of like this is kind of because you talk about whether films are good or bad I feel like the vast majority probably what you're talking about is 90% of films are just are okay yeah they're, they're okay fine. they're yeah. okay they burn time and you have the ones that are like holy crap have you seen this Scott it's like the best film you've got to see it. it's like the best film and then you'll have films that are like holy crap Scott have you seen this it's awful it's dreadful I can't believe they've done that mm-hmm. and like the the what's what you tend to see in cinemas is obviously the blockbusters and the blockbusters are the ones that are most interesting to talk about because they are the fight between art and uh, institution yeah. like the idea of making money but also um, making something creative and it's that struggle that's the most interesting to talk about mm-hmm. that's um, that's why they're so interesting to talk about. So uh, that's why we could talk about Power Rangers for so long. Yeah, and as, I guess because we know we know the like we know the landscape of kind of cinema at this time because we're this is where we are. This is the time we live in, and this is when we're seeing movies. So we know right now a kind of general. Uh, something that's, that's kind of plagued a lot of bigger blockbuster films recently has been that they're just kind of stitched together and a lot of things don't make a whole lot of sense suicide squad and it's just a lot of nonsense and so i think some i think sometimes now we you can almost be a film that comes along and is well like competently made you almost praise it more for that hmm. now because it's coming out in a time where things like editing are in bigger films are kind of getting a bit sloppier. But obviously, you watch you watch you watch an older film. You watch a film from the eighties. It's just assumed that it will be competently made, and well put together. So you don't think about that as much. No, no, I mean, yeah. It's also the nonsensical comes in like um, now films are franchise based in a different way than when they used to be. Because when um, back in like eighties and nineties, blockbusters is kind of becoming so ridiculously big but like there's a preemptiveness of films that are made now like they made say 80s one of the biggest franchises is back to the future they made back to the future like this is the film we want to make think it'll make some money cool Mm -hmm. we're like that's all we're all all thinking is let's make this film and then they put that sequel hook that's not actually a sequel hook at the end and that made so much money that the studio was like, let's make a second and yeah. third. And they were like, oh, oh, okay, let's, okay, we've, let's, we've let's make one. <laughs> I, I, I guess, let's try that, cool. Yeah. Uh, whereas now, if they, if they, obviously, if they made Back to the Future today, it'd be like, well, make sure you leave in in the mm-hmm. first film. Mm-hmm. As whereas the first Back to the Future film, the sequel hook was incidental. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be, and the adventures continue. Oh, those rascals getting up to trouble, time trouble. But like now, it'd be like, oh, make sure you include a post credit scene. Um, where uh, he comes back and tells us something wrong with your kids about it and there's so much of that is preemptive even um just like a lot of franchise films most of them obviously adapted on certain things but like so many of them have that in mind whereas in olden days you would make your first competent film and then you'd make your sequel i guess that's the sequel is where 
we're more likely to strengthen them in that regards. Because whereas before, making a sequel to something was such a yeah. widely panned thing to do. Yeah. Or you don't need to make a sequel. You don't need to make a sequel. There's, name me all the good, name me all the best sequels. Aye, sequels. Everyone would say The Godfather 2 and that was the only answer anyone ever had. Aye, there was such a lot. It wasn't, it didn't, wasn't that long ago where sequels were just no. Mm. But like now, almost like, um, oh, this film's getting a sequel. You're like, well, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Like, oh, but it was pretty much hinted at sequel. I think it's become... I remember, this is a weird one, but I remember when the first National Treasure came out. What would that be about? 2004? Aye. And at the end, they've, you know, they've stole the Declaration of Independence. Nick Cage has got away with it. And at the end, they're like, another thing's happening. Like, whoa. Uh, And everybody, everybody was like, oh, there's going to be another one. There's going to be another one. And I was like, well, not not necessarily. It's just a fun Hmm. little way to end the movie because like we're going off on another adventure. Another adventure. They did make another one. But it had nothing to do with what they're running off to do at the end of the first movie. Aye. So, but whereas now, if that was to come out now and that ending was there, you would be like, oh, that's been put, that's been left in there so that they can make the National Treasure Shared Universe, where he, he meets Indiana Jones, I'm sure, at one point, maybe, and they both can steal the Liberty Bell <laughs> together. But it kind of makes, it means that, like, it's almost reversed from what it used to be, because sequels are more likely to be better now, because sequels are more likely to pay off yeah, what the first, what the first film sets, sets up. up. Yeah. So almost you want to skip the first film because it's like, well, that's just going to be the, mm-hmm. it's going to be the foundation film where we're going to have some generic stuff happen, and then the sequels where it's all going to happen. Um, which is it means that you have better sequels, but it also means that you can't, you almost can't make a film unless you've promised it will become a franchise. Yeah, um, and you can't just you can't make a film and then see where it goes from there. You have to come up with like you have to come with, with a pitch, with a yeah, plan, as if it's a television series. Aye. Like you need to have the whole fucking thing laid out for where it can go. Aye. And yeah, I get. I guess with the bigger stuff, it it does. It just takes away from. It just takes away from the actual movie going experience. It's because it's, you're always. I always feel like, especially with the kind of superhero movies and stuff, you're always being prepped for whatever the next thing is. Hmm. And it's like you get someone like Iron Man two, where that film is garbage, because that film almost forgets that it's meant to be a film in of itself, Aye. and not just an advertisement for a film that's going to come out in whatever it was at the time, three two years from now. Like, like look at like three two years from now, most people put the small. <laughs> I, I I like to subvert expectations. That's what I do. Even look at a film that uh, we both enjoyed, but like it has some of that problems. Uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. there's a lot of the Force Awakens that's, oh, what could this mean? Yeah. You'll find out in the next film. Who's raised parents? You'll find out in yeah. the next film. Which is good. It's good. it is good to leave. It is good to have mysteries when you know there's going to be more. Hmm. But then obviously you go back, you look at the first one. There isn't really. There aren't really big things left open. No. Like, obviously, there's more universe that's going to be explored in the later films, but there's not... But who was Luke's... Like, the, the whole thing of Vader being his father and stuff, that's... Made up for the second one. Yeah, that was made up for the second one. Aye. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they had no intention. Yeah, they don't, no, I, they, I don't, don't think they had any intention, because, like, like Darth Vader doesn't have any sort of... Because, like, the first scene of Star Wars New Hope is him talking to Princess Leia. Yeah. And you think at some point he would be, like, react in some way yeah. to the fact that it's his daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, it, yeah, the films were made um, first, then sequels were fought mm. out. 
I think fucking like last like I think people were willing to give Force Awakens a pass for being so similar to A New mm. Hope but like I really fucking hope that they're not just riding on the well it worked for that one we'll just we'll just redo Empire I really hope because I think yeah. people, are, people are gonna be pissed if you've set them up for just a repetitive like, just just a rehash of old ground ah uh, you can't like but, it was okay for Force Awakens to rely on nostalgia because it was trying to recapture an audience that had fallen out of love with the yeah. film part of Star Wars but like no this needs to be this needs to be something interesting I don't know I'm, I'm looking at that trailer and I'm like I she's getting trained by an older Jedi you mm. see small cobbled together looking ships flying towards some walkers across a large stretch of de- desert Ooh. on like the, the deserted snow planet of it's just like guys come on I'm I'm, I, I'm putting my trust in you guys I say I'm I'm, I'm putting my I'm, I'm, I'm opening my arms to you just come in for that hug make a like, good hug don't don't fuck me over here <laughs> don't pants me <laughs> when I'm just wanting a hug I don't know what I'm trying to say <laughs> Um, no, like it needs to be something different. Um, and, but like, and it also can't just. It needs to pay off some stuff, because we can't have the the second film of this trilogy to be like, whoa! But we're gonna find out the secrets in the third one. The third one secrets first. The third one. Um, More secrets. Everyone's got it. All about secrets. See, yeah. I guess it's that balance, isn't it? Mm. I always thought like it's like a, the balance in the forest. I always thought um, a good analogy for this in terms of build up and balance um, payoff um, was the TV series Stranger Things because mm. there were so many mysteries set up in Stranger Things but they didn't leave it to the last episode to pay them all off it felt like um, the way it was structured was almost the first episode all these mysteries and then you got to like the third episode and it paid off a few of those mysteries and then added more mysteries so that you felt like each episode was actually like answering questions yeah. as well as giving you more questions but obviously a TV but a TV show needs to do that but like because they need to keep intriguing you to come back aye 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 but so is the Star Wars because <clears throat> Star Wars is serialised like a TV show mm. so like it still needs to do that balance especially when you've got with Stranger Things there's like I got one click between each episode if I was watching yeah. Netflix um, and when Star Wars has a couple of years between it mm. so like for the second one they need to answer questions and then if they want pose more questions, yeah. they need to fill in backstory and give us pay off some certain things and then give us more things to be intrigued by. Mm. They can't like keep making more questions to be uh, uh, nothing answered off until the third film. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's gonna be interesting. But that's yeah, that's Do you think it's what so in terms of In terms of the reviewing older film stuff, another thing I was thinking about is a lot of the time now things are set up films a lot of kind of films are set up as throwbacks to an earlier time of movies hmm. so you you kind of pick up on those things you know like skull island is kind of blatantly it's like a throwback to the b movies of old everything's a throwback to the, the old but whereas obviously you're, you're watching the movies that these are throwing back to those aren't trying to throw back to anything. Those are Aye. doing their own thing. There's nothing now that's kind of 
that, if that makes, does that make sense? Yeah, because they... So you're kind of watching stuff now and you're like, well, how well does this, you know, how well does this capture this? Like, so use Skull Island as an example. How well does this capture the spirit of B-movies? Hmm. Whereas if you're watching a B-movie from, say, the 70s, that's not trying to capture the spirit of anything. That's 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 just a, move, a bad movie. Like it's a... But the spirit thing... Um, what was like a contemporary like um, like uh, contemporary trends like uh, is it, we can't identify them because we're in it because maybe like mm. in 50 years they'll be doing throwback films to, to the franchise. mega shark versus giant octopus <laughs> yeah what you but think like, like like franchises like um, or someone like in 50 years time a, f- um, uh, a young film student will be like I really like this film because it's like pretending to set up a franchise like yeah. every film was yeah. in two thousand uh, in like uh, early 2000s yeah. um, well it's, well sorry. 2017 mate uh, 2000, <laughs> um, you're talking they're in the year 20 three, teens they're in the busted year they're in the year 3000 <laughs> like like, Remember the eighties, but they mean they mean two thousand and eighty, and it's really confusing for us because obviously by this point we figured out how to live forever, and so we're still kicking around. We're like, I remember the real eighties, <laughs> which we don't. We no, we are born in the nineties. Twenty-three. Um, you can do the math. Because I'm not good at math. <laughs> but you know your birth year. Uh, you have to give me a minute. Let's do some calculations. <laughs> but like maybe that will be trends that. Um, that they'll throw back to because mm. like uh, we've all that would be that would be interesting alright so like, so make, like what we're gonna, like, we're, you know what we're going to do we're going to do a shared universe like they did in the olden days aye. <laughs> or maybe even a film that pretends to be in a shared universe mm. but doesn't actually pay off any of those mm. um, that would be funny like it, say if they were doing their own Black Dynamite um, but like instead of black exploitation like franchise films it would be like oh where did that person go well you yeah. won't find out till three movies later it'll be that sort of yeah. vibe um, like if they were parodying the uh, trends right now and everything would be superhero films because it'd be like oh let's do a throwback superhero film to to the to the days of Marvel and DC when they were at, like at their prime Marvel more but yeah. when they were at their prime Marvel. we're gonna get the DC haters coming on us Danny <laughs> no wait the what? No. <laughs> the Marvel here is. I just realised that we left the blinds open, and there's kind of people like there's people just in that flat, just just looking at us wondering. What we're doing. wonder. Yeah, I wonder if anyone's ever looked through when we've been doing stuff like that, and they're like, "What are they doing? What are they doing over there? What's what they building What's over there? What's going on? What's building over there? A little bit of Tom Waits. I love it. Hi. Um, but yeah, because I was thinking about when. Uh, when we when we did Top Gun, and we felt we we ended up Michael Michael brought up the because you you have <laughs> what my like. Hope you include that laugh. That was mental. That was mental. <laughs> um, I like an over exaggerated ma- laugh, but I don't think I've ever I've ever recorded. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we got on. You have a, you have a big nostalgia for kind of eighties movies, Aye. whereas I was talking about how I don't at all. I don't. I just don't. Whole retro thing. I do like films like that, but it doesn't doesn't install any kind of feelings in me or anything. I'm just like, oh, it's a cool style. But my, Michael brought up. He was like, oh, well, you you say that. Yet yeah, one of your film favorite films is Mad Max Fury Road, but it's never ever crossed my mind that that was intended as a throwback to anything 
but you guys both thought it was. So you see what I mean? Where it's like mm. you're in your way of reviewing it, you're also thinking about like what it could potentially be throwing back to and stuff. Whereas right. with the first Mad Max, you're not really thinking about. But that like the first thing. Mad Max is has its um, like roots. It's like if you look at it in like a music genre way. Um, Let's talk about music. <laughs> like, this is a very limited, uh, shallow <laughs> discussion about music. It's the new show. Um, Something like uh, the genre, uh, current contemporary genre uh, of hip hop and rap has so much roots in blues music mm. because that's where it comes yeah. from, but like in a long winded way. So, like, and you would, if you'd play blues music, some uh, gangster rap, you'd go, Excuse me, sir, there's nothing connecting them at yeah. all. But you go back in that sort of, you go, Oh, rap, that, 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 come, that comes from like a branch of rock and roll, which comes from a, um, jazz and blues, and you'll back, back all these uh, film, um, these music genres. It's the same for, same way in films. Like Mad Max Fury Road is calling back to uh, original Mad Max, but they'll be, that Mad Max will be thrown back to like maybe a mixture of B movies, post apocalyptic movies of but the I time. Guess that's what, like, I guess they're in we've just hit the root of what we were talking about then where it's like yeah you, but I feel like I don't think about those kind of things when it comes to older films but I think about them now right. you get me? yeah so like yeah speaking about how you know every, every film is born from something like it's born from other film stuff we I, I got to go to the, 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 the I think it was the Scottish preview of Free Fire Okay. Glasgow Film Festival. Cool. Uh Ben Wheatley's there. He's given a and A, and so at the end of it, he's giving it that. He's giving it. He's giving it that. We're giving it that. He's giving it that. Everyone's having a gay old time. We're queuing. He's a and. <laughs> <laughs> so he's queuing. We're in. What? He's asking us questions. What are we already up for breakfast? Like, we don't make sense. Um. So somebody at the end of the one of the questions, I think it was the last question that I asked. She stands up. She asks this kind of wanky question and she kind of bookended it with, oh, you know, like it's very, the violence in it, you know, it's very, it's very Tarantino, you know, it's very Tarantino-esque and, you know, just really that kind of, that kind of Tarantino. She keeps saying Tarantino's name. And you can see he's getting a bit fucking wound up. He's getting a bit wound up by it. Because he's, he's his own fucking hmm. filmmaker. He's, you know, <clears throat> he's made six movies now. Like, he's, he's, he's got an his auteur. own style, sorry, yeah. And he responded with it where he was like, Look, he's like, I'll give you the. It, it's Tarantino esque in that it's joined a, it's joined a club of movies set inside a warehouse. You know, like he was like, there's similarities to Reservoir Dogs, but Reservoir Dogs has similarities too. And he just he named a bunch of films that I hadn't heard of, but it was relevant to what we were talking about. <laughs> I, it's it's because Tarantino has made a career out of that lack of originality, not in a sort of like a, an attack on Tarantino but everything of he films, does yeah. is a homage to Most like his, so many other things and scenes are like whole scenes sometimes can be homages to ah, things he them, just yeah. does it from such a, an obscure niche catalogue yeah. with so many different sources that it seems original mm. especially the way he clashes it together nothing wrong with that but it's just not very fair to compare a um to take someone like Ben Wheatley who's writing original stuff in his style that he's coming up with and compare it to someone whose style is mixing styles. Yeah. 
it's like I don't know, be like comparing someone uh, a, a musician to a person who make who does remixes. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not a fair comparison. Not to de, um, to devalue any one of them. Yeah, Tarantino is he's good at what he does, mm-hmm. and uh, Wheatley is good at what he does. But like comparing them doesn't isn't isn't fair when that like they're doing different things. I also think people are too quick to jump to Tarantino when, he's, it, when it comes to violence. Aye. it's sort of a buzzword to. Like, well, it was very Tarantino-esque, wasn't it? Because you don't even have Fuck to be—you don't even have to be a film fan to know to that know Tarantino, Tarantino is yeah. into violence. Mm. Um, no, it's and yeah. Feet. You find that film Q and As do have a lot of people like that, though. Q and As, Q and As bother me. Film Q and As, Q and As bother me a lot. <laughs> I, I like. Obviously, I I go to them every night. I go to them when they're when they're when they're available because it's interesting to hear the people talk. But I think it's the we can go on another tangent why not it's um the people a lot of the times the person asking the question they seem to want so desperately to be taken notice of Aye. by the person every like on, on stage. go to a film q a often enough and you realize that most um, um cues asked in it are started with a quick paragraph of demonstrating how knowledgeable of I your am. knowledge yeah uh, and almost as if they're going to turn around and be like sorry that was, that was the best fucking question I've ever been asked in my life like do you want to come backstage after the show and we can have a real to, film discussion yeah 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 That's, no one's going to be like that which is why awful. I loved to be honest which is why I loved when Ben like Ben Wheatley did kind of shoot that girl down Aye. and everybody was like, like when we were talking about it afterwards we were like yeah, fuck yeah, he should have shot her down. Because as I said, he's he's done eight films. Uh, six films, sorry. He has a style now. And to just compare him to probably one of the most famous filmmakers Aye. on the planet, it's just a bit... Like, fuck you, man. Yeah. It's, it stresses me out. It stresses me out. I think people get... Yeah, and people seem to just... You know, what? they'll stand and they'll ramble. They'll rattle off all this stuff to show how knowledgeable they are, and they'll be like, "But I guess, I guess, uh, uh, the root of my question is, um, is how do you take your whiskey?" Do you <laughs> it can, uh, like, film Q and A is just attract such pretentious wankers, wankers. Yeah. and we're not, we're not unpretentious wankers. We're, uh, we're, uh, we, we, I think we I, have our pretentiousness. We're just, I think we're very self-aware, though. Yeah, I think like self-awareness we, is what. Yeah, they, we even do like we do this. We do it because we enjoy talking about movies. But we don't know a lot of stuff. No. You know, I, I well, certainly there's certainly thousands, millions of people out there who know much more than I do about this. But like, I, we do it because we enjoy doing it. We're self-aware enough to know that we're not the fucking go-to guys when it I, comes to you know when we, it comes to film. But I, we're not we're not about to tell everyone what's a good film, yeah, what's a bad yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, um, whereas I, I think a lot of other people would. That I, would do something they would like just this, be like what that you? kind of crowd. Um, I remember one, probably one of the best parts of a and a was the person who didn't stay for the Q and A. We went to go see the Love Witch. Uh, we saw we, did see the, Love Witch, we yes. saw the Q and A with the director afterwards over Skype, and um, there was a gap between the film and them um, going up Skype. And they're like, uh, we're, we're going to get in contact with the director. Hopefully, um, ho- uh, hopefully this will work out and nothing will go wrong. So if you just give us a couple of minutes, and the guy got up um, from the screen. Uh, got up from his seat rather came around and passed the person who was sat in front of us and they recognised each other it was a nice oh oh, oh I could yeah. oh were you in the film oh were you enjoying the film oh that's awesome awesome and uh, the person in front was like 
are you going to stay for the Q&A? And the person who was leaving was like, no, I'm not going to stay for the Q&A. I don't need anyone to tell me how to, uh, how, how to understand the film. I was like, we, we, yeah, we just turned into her like, oh, what a cunt. <laughs> like, like, what an obnoxious up himself person. Could you imagine be at that point of your life where you think you're that right? Yeah. That you don't, you don't even need to stay and hear what a director's got to say about their film because you already know better than the director yeah. before they've said anything. It's, it's, you yeah. can't, I can't imagine that level of pretentiousness yeah. without any self-awareness. It, it, yeah, it baffles me how self-aware people can be, These, especially nowadays. It's just... How, the lack of self-awareness of certain people mm. is mental. Mm. Like, how you could, you could say those words out loud and not think, fucking hell, I sound like a wanker. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, I... I, f- I feel like I, I'm I so quickly realised when I sound like a like a wank. Aye. I'm so I'm like sharp. You sound like a tool, and I'll usually say to the person I know this sounds like a, I know I sound like a tool right now. Aye. Um. Yeah, it's it's really, really I was, annoys me. That kind of cr- that kind of crowd puts me off. Putting myself out, like you know, going to things like Q and A's and stuff because aye. I don't want to be in that associated. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I don't want to like. I reckon it must be a thing that directors don't like doing because you get questions like yeah. that. Um, it'd just be cooler as a director just to just to find a fan and just talk yeah. to them about like a normal conversation and not have these. You especially if you're an indie director, you must meet so many pretentious wankers mm. who just want to demonstrate how much knowledge they know. They, and they just want your approval, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, want to find someone I can have a normal conversation with. Uh, not someone who's trying to prove they're an encyclopedia. Yeah, I would. I've I've said numerous times if I was ever in a, if I ever got to that position, like I I would, I I would get a reputation of shooting people down. <laughs> you know, they see that episode of The Simpsons, Mr. Burns comes to the school, and uh, Milhouse is like, what what is like, what is it? What, what do you think is, uh, <laughs> Mr. Burns? What do you think is more important, hard work? Or stick to itiveness. And there's a pause, and Mr. Burns goes, "Are there any real questions?" <laughs> <laughs> so a, a fun Q and A story. I went to a Q and A with um, Michael Mc, Michael McDonoghue, I think is his name, who was the cinematographer on Winter's Bone. Okay. The film that kind of made Jennifer Lawrence famous. Um, went to a Q and A with him, and people were asking actually like pretty good questions and stuff. It's quite. It's quite. It's only a, about. 40 odd people in the audience so it's quite it's quite intimate he's showing loads of clips and stuff and um so this one girl gets up and she asks a question and she's like hey um so i was wondering if you could give me a like if you could help out um calvary just what what exactly was the end in there like how can you like explain what exactly was going on and he's like what <laughs> Oh like, no! She thought he was oh. John Michael Donahue, director oh. of Calvary. <laughs> That's so like, embarrassing. And he was like, "Oh, I didn't." And she was like, "Oh my god, have I got the wrong man?" And he was like, "Yeah, um, yeah, you do." And I was, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> so me and William, oh, no. me and uh, William, who's been on the show, uh, oh, no. we have That's a run, awesome. we have a running joke now where when we go to Q and A's, we're like, "Should we just ask?" <laughs> like we're <laughs> a Ben Wheatley Q and A, we're like. 
Sorry, Bill, you sorry. Could you explain the end of Calvary Tunnels? Oh, no, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I've got so much secondhand embarrassment for that person. Oh. oh, it was great. I was loving it. Oh, I was so soaking cool. up for the awkwardness. Oh, so <laughs> awful. It was brilliant. This is, um, this is, a, this is a, a slight tangent, but like I remember, uh, it's not a film Q&A, but it was a QA and a in general um, when, uh, from RME when I was in school. Um, it was uh, this uh, reverend that came in uh, and it was, uh, he came in to answer questions and stuff. And uh, I went, uh, I was to, I, it was actually me who was told to go down to the office to find him or oh, run for an errand. Yeah. Let's get out of class. Uh, and I came down and he was like, he was a reverend, but he was in army uniform. So it was interesting. So he came up and he was actually, he was a reverend that was part of the TA. So he went out and he um, was a reverend in army bases and stuff. And that's what he'd come um, to talk about. And he got all the questions and stuff. I remember, it, I don't think he had a good time because every single question from these second year uh, academy um, people, yeah. pupils was, have you been shot at? <laughs> <laughs> and it was... Um, and had he? Because that's what he I had, wanted to know. He, he, he's, like, he's basically been nowhere near the action. He was on the... Like, he was in, like, the bases and stuff. And there was, I believe, one base that was... That was might have been attacked. But, like, it was a uh, might have been a false alarm. I can't remember. It was quite a while ago. Yeah. But, like, that was... Um, and it was like, have you ever, have you ever held a gun? And all these... Just, like, these questions. And you could see his eyes just sinking of, like... What is this? I remember it was. I felt like I got praise myself a bit. I was the only one who asked a question that kind of lit his eyes up a bit because I was like, I, I, I thought, I was like, do you find as a reverend that it matters if they're religious? Do they still come to you anyway? Mm. I remember he was just like, oh, that's a, that's, that's a, kind of one of the questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually a question. Uh, I, it's not about me being shot. Yeah. Um, and I just. It's just a Q&A story. I thought that you'd be like, mine's actually a two-parter. Um, <laughs> so what first... I know a lot about the current war situation. You know, do, you, do you think religion matters in uh, you know, in these situations? And uh, have you been shot at? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're reluctant to answer and I want to know. Excuse me, Reverend. Uh, how familiar are you with the film Calvary? <laughs> <laughs> oh, outstanding. Outstanding. Um, with that, we could probably just... Start wrapping up. I feel like we've got a good chunk of stuff that we can make but a wee video. Did we on. answer? Did we answer the question about what's the difference between old and new films? Well, did we answer that question? Look, I that's think the quest we started. I think at the end of the day, it's just like I said. We 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 know the current state of film. And we know the contemporary the current trends. state of just the world in general and what filmmakers are going to be commenting on or what techniques are going to be being used and stuff. And so it's easier to compare it to because obviously. It, the majority of films we've seen are films that have came out in our lifetime ah. because that's when we go to the cinema and stuff and so we have that to compare it to hmm. um, I guess we we would avoid um, talking about too many older films because there's so many more people more qualified than more us more qualified who have, like, who, have, who have sat down with, with Chinatown and they <laughs> sat know, down with Chinatown sat down with Chinatown that's our next podcast <laughs> sit down with Chinatown <laughs> if we ever do review Chinatown that's what the um, yeah, I think whereas obviously fucking it's it may be Power Rangers, but it's fresh out the oven. Aye. So everything that's been no said nothing about it is a new take on it. Yeah, uh, it's um, fresh. It's we we are um, analysing it with contemporary trends in mind. Uh, so we we use it from our pool of knowledge 
of recent films and mm. what what it what's it an example of and what's it not an example of what is it actually contrast to and where's it going here and where's it going there what does this mean what does that mean um even just the simple things like the careers of the actors yeah because like you're talking about careers of actors because you could talk about um a film that Jack Nicholson was in at the very beginning of his career mm-hmm. but like that's such a different thing to talk about if it's before he became mm-hmm. famous mm-hmm. whereas these people are in like some of them are in the making of becoming mm-hmm. famous uh, we that we don't know about yet because we can't see that much into the future so it's almost like a, um, where these trends have started and where these trends are finishing without knowing the actual answer because we're not there yet yeah no it's it's yeah, you pretty much yeah. summed it all up. Yeah. And also, um, looking at contemporary trends, we see the roots more, um, like, uh, in more modern classics in that sense. Mm. Where, like, say, an 80s modern classic, where it's a slightly more recent classic than, say, what those 80s films were taken from 50s classics yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but I think... We, we'll, as far as this show goes, we'll just keep talking about whatever films we fancy Aye. talking about. Some of them are definitely, some episodes will be better than others, but fuck it. I like sit, I like chatting about movies with you, Nanny. Aw, toast. Cheers to that. We'll leave it on that happy note there. Yeah. Eat your, eat your, because we're not, because it's video, I've forgotten what we're. Oh. Eat your JK Simmons. Eat your JK Simmons. Eat your bloody JK Simmons. Oh, where can you find us? Oh, uh, should we do that or go? Yeah. Subscribe to the chat. That's what. Smash the motherfucking like button. (laughs) Smash it. (laughs) Comment. Tell us. Tell us what you think of our of our appearances. Do you like Danny's hat? I do like my hat. Do you like my? Is it red enough for you? Thing. Whatever. Do you like what I'm doing? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Weird sign up. Uh, yeah, find us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Second Opinion Pod. That's second with a two. Mm-hmm. It's going to almost sound like a catchphrase eventually. Yeah. That's second with a two. You can find us on this YouTube channel. Aye, uh, Second Opinion. Second Opinion. Uh, where we'll put up stuff occasionally. Maybe Aye. we won't. Maybe we will. Who knows? Oh, we're, we're, we're dubious. Cards. We're rogue elements. Uh, but until then, you J.K. Simmons. You J.K. Simmons. Don't just don't be wanky. Be more self-aware, huh. everyone. Treat a director like a human if you're being. Wa- if you're watching and you're thinking, am I like that? Just, just think about it, okay? It's a little... P- the more you know. <laughs> a little PSA. I have PSA. A little PSA. Don't be a wanker. Aye, don't be a... Director just, just to think all the about, time. Think about things you may be right on Facebook. Go back to the... Go into your Facebook. Right. Have a scroll down. Any little rants you've had, any tangents, just read it and be like... Ask yourself... Have you been judgmental or condescending to a group or person in your latest in your Facebook li- status? Yeah, yeah, or just in life. Have ah. you been... Yeah, have you been condescending? Do you feel like you are above certain people? Yeah. Hitler thought he was above certain people. Whoa. That's the classic go-to. <laughs> <laughs>